Welcome back to Brews with the Homies, everybody. This is your host, Brews with D-Bro. On this episode, we got Heron Brews and Brews with JB. What up, what we up? We got a special, special announcement here today. Yes. Brews with JB over here found something pretty cool. We finally got our own website. Yes, you heard that correctly. We got a direct website where you can actually reach out to us. You can leave comments, reviews, you can ask us questions, yep. you get to know us just a little bit more on there. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff added to there, but I'm going to let JB describe yeah. what bruisewiththehomies.com is. Yeah, so we made it simple because we wanted it to be bruisewth.com so that oh. way you don't have to type everything out. Um, Heron got the domain secured. I got the platform that we're using. This platform is going to allow us to have everything in one spot. So you're going to have the episodes audio wise, video wise. We're going to be able to do some new features like blog posting, um, react to comments and go back and forth with you guys. You guys can leave voice messages. And hey, Bruce that. with the homies. <laughs> you guys need to try out North Park Brewing from whatever your Instagram name is or whatever you want us to call you. And yeah. then... Boom! We get a notification. We can hear that voicemail. Yep, and it'll let us use it on the episode if we'd like to. So there's a lot of cool features on there. Definitely check it out. Once again, it's bruisewth.com. And it has all our socials. Everything will be good to go on there. And just keep checking it out. Um, as we add more features, it'll be a lot of fun. So Yeah, it's going to be something that, you know, we might be doing a giveaway on there. But, you know, you will have to check out bruisewth.com to find out. So, fellas, we got three incredible beers here. We got a Modern Times. Yes. We got a Solaris. And we got a Horace. Which one do you guys want to start drinking first? Because, um, like, actually, JB, introduce all three and then we'll just start drinking. All right, there. so you're throwing me into it. All right, so we'll go this way to that way, left to right. Exquisite Blend 2. So this one... Uh, the name of it, Chance says it's pretty good. So, a uh, little backstory on that. Um, we know Chance, or I know Chance personally. Uh, he's hooked it up and helps me get a lot of stuff. He's a great guy. If you're able, ever able to get stuff from him or meet up with him, share with him, um, just enjoy the experience. Such a cool guy. He always hooks it up. So he got, yeah, he got to do this one with Horace, and it's going to be his blend. So his blend has um, Old Rip Van Winkle Tenure. Barrel aged for 19 months, Elijah Craig 17 year for 18 months, and Old Forester birthday for 24 months, and it comes in at 13%. I can't wait to try it. Second beer we got on here, Solaris. We've had them on a bunch of times before. We love their stuff, so we wanted to switch it up with this one. Since we're going stout, we go straight into a golden sour, tart cherry vanilla. It's called Overgrown red flowers at 9.5% ABV and I think it'll be a good contrast then third haven't got a lot of modern times out here we'll usually get some of like their old like a lot of stuff that's heavily pushed out but dinosaur world has been around for a long time it has like 10.2 thousand check-ins and Speedy Mart was able to get it in so I was like you know what let's have it on the pod let's switch Shout it up. Shout out Speedy Mart for being the plug. Yes thank <laughs> you so this one 8% 55 IBU and it's gonna be just their like a IPA and I love the can it's kind of just like kind of that classic modern times look and it's just gonna be a hazy double with Citra and Mosaic and Amarillo hops nice. so yeah, let's dig in, guys. Um, I'm always the one that likes to go stout first, but you guys want to do that or do something else? 
You know what, Heron? You make the decision here. You're the lawyer today. Hey, why not? Like, I'm the lawyer every day, but the stout <laughs> first, baby. Stout uh, first. Stout first. Man, I'm Church. really excited about this one, fellas. Yeah. Trying to get that nose. See what's on there. That was really good. I like it. But the one thing I noticed, yeah, huh? and I, I, I want to ask you guys this. This isn't really a big body stout, is it? No. So that's something I think with the bigger bottles too, unless it's one of their like, like main line, I think, barrel aged ones. Like the little bottles behind us, like yeah. these ones, those have a thicker body. But in all honesty, I kind of like it a little bit thinner on this one because I'm getting a little bit more of like the barrel I get everything. I get straight barrel, and then I get like a, is it a chocolate or a coffee taste that I'm getting? Mm, it's kind of like a more chocolatey. I think. More chocolatey, but like a slight vanilla. I think I'm getting in there too. I'm really proud of myself because before I'd just be like, oh man, that's just coffee. Yeah. No, it's gonna be <laughs> yeah. like a nice. Um, I think from the barrel, you're getting a lot of characteristics. I don't think they put any adjuncts in here. No, I really so like it. It's it's definitely great flavor from the barrel. Consistency is oh, good. You got a leak in your glass. Yeah, I don't know what happened to it. It sounds like you need more. Oh, Heron, is that a good thing? Because you usually take a while to drink your beer. So it's, what are your uh, thoughts? All right. So I think it translates directly from the body. Uh -huh. Is that it's just easy to drink because it's not like coating your mouth completely, like super crazy. But it still has a, a stout body on it, kind of like a traditional stout would. Yeah. And kind of, you got that chocolate. You get that chocolate out of there. I don't know. It's, it's like a creamy, smooth chocolate, though. Like, it's very nice. And with that lighter body, it makes it more drinkable, like you said. Yeah. I think that's something a lot of people appreciate. Because appreciate when you get it. too like heavy of a body, like, you appreciate it, you love it. But you kind of just want to ease into it. Like, this being a bigger bottle, I would be like, I'm down to, like, kind of sip this a little bit faster and drink it a little bit more. And I think it's very well done. Um, I would probably rate it probably like a 4.6 right around there. Cause I think it's well done, but I've had so many amazing horse. So my bar is set so high, but I think it was well done. I, mean, I can't wait to try six. I mean, four, six is really high. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's really good rating. I can't wait to try the other two to crown a winner. But for now, I think this, this is, is amazingly front, done. Yeah. This is the front runner. Yeah. All right. Uh, I agree with you on that one. I really like this one. I would really like to pair this with like ice cream. Yeah, like something because it's so light, smooth, yeah. and sweet. I think it would go well. Heron, what do you, what are your final thoughts? Kind of wrap it up. I don't know. It kind of, kind of reminds me of like a embodying kind of character in a way of a, a barley wine because it does pick up a lot of barrel, and mm -hmm. we've had barrel aged barley wines on here. Yes, and you get a lot of barrel characteristic in that barley wine. Yeah. For whatever reason. And this is kind of similar where you just get a ton of barrel. And I'm not, I guess, knowledgeable enough to find out, like, if there's three barrels in there, one barrel, whatever. I don't yeah. know. But I get barrel. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, I don't yeah. know, in the four, 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 three to four, six realm, somewhere around there. Yeah. That's, that's really high. That's really, really high. I, I'd give it a four, four, five, four, six. I think that's, that's a good one. I, I enjoy it. And, like, you guys put me on a stout. I can't say it as much as I can now. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Hey. Thank you. So, we fellas, you know it's September. 
Yes. September, a lot of crazy stuff happens. A lot of new mm-hmm. things get announced, a lot of new releases and everything else. I think the biggest one as a group we're excited for the release is PGA Golf 2K23. Yes. We get to play as the main man, Tiger Woods. And they said we get to play as what? Michael Jordan? Yeah, there's a lot there's of a lot. What? Yeah. So we get a lot of cool stuff in this one. And there's a lot more clothing brands in golf that have signed on. One of my personal favorites, not a lot of people might not know this, but uh, Hunter Thieves. So if you uh, plan on getting 2K golf, you just let me know and we'll probably end up playing with y'all and you'll yep. see me as the Hunter Thieves guy. Because yep. I'm super excited. I like I enjoyed the last one playing with you guys. We normally play uh, skins. Yes. And like for us, that's a lot of fun. But I think this year, I think it's going to be a lot more fun because I think there's going to be a lot more customization in the characters. Yes. And so I so think you can make it more your own. I think yeah. there's going to be more ability to make the courses even better because I thought they did a great job with yeah. the people that were making courses. If you couldn't find it on the official side, you could find any course you wanted to basically on the creator side. Yeah. So people did a great job with that. We had a lot of fun. So I think that's what makes that game so much fun is yeah. all the downloadable content from the community. Yeah. I really think that was a lot of fun. Heron, are you excited for it? Are you ready to like kick her ass or like what like So I'm I'm excited in like a nerdy kind of way, kinda like game gamer development yeah. in a sense of like we play on uh kind of like a medium difficulty yes i want to see us play on like the hardest difficulty yeah, and really kind of learn and it might actually up our our real game because yeah. we'll actually look at the grain we'll kind of you know eventually one day we'll hit the ball straight all the time and we'll shape it yeah. as as we want and then we'll look at the grain, see so that you know we're gonna to, lose yards or gain yards. Yeah. So you're trying to make a struggle <laughs> in a video game like we struggle in real life. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you can <laughs> oh, learn I more. can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Oh okay, yeah. okay. As long as you're keeping it pretty yeah. similar, yeah. you know, like yeah. I think that's pretty cool. And I like that because a lot of people don't realize because they normally play on like the normal difficulty or the easy difficulty. As it goes up in difficulty, it starts to play more like real life like yeah. you start I getting mean, penalized for being in the rough you got the penalty for the sand you you're gonna have to downhill lie uphill lie it's gonna shape the ball more so all these penalties the winds are more affected the green readings even harder because then now you're having to deal with the slopes even more and how it's rolling so that's like the cool exciting nerdy part for us and like playing golf in real life then on the game to kind of see those two worlds combine is really awesome so for you guys listening, we'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. If you're a gamer or like golf, what you guys think, or if you're excited for it, or just what games are you excited for in general, and we like to hear from you guys, and, you know, just share it with us, and we have a new way for you guys to share it, which is pretty cool, so. Yeah, and you can find that at bruisewth.com. There we go. So, <laughs> I know, it's going to be your plug. You're going to be plugging all day, yeah. so let's go to the next beer, and then let's hit, I know there's a couple other topics we wanted to hit. Oh, so there's a plenty of topics that we're going to hit. Uh-huh. I got I got a bone to pick with your quarterback. Uh-oh. There we That's go. funny. It's pretty funny. He's there's... an aged quarterback, come on. <laughs> and he's an aged quarterback, but this guy still swears by him, <laughs> so, you know. I mean, he's a tank, you know? He's a, you know, he's a, a tank. He's a fucking unit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I already drank it, so come on, guys, catch up. Man, you guys aren't elegant at all. No pinkies up, nothing. No. 
diving straight hey, into it. Dude, I haven't had a modern time stout in so long, and that's just like it's refreshing. Hey, that's I a stout. Had a good ma- I mean, no, no, no. Uh, IPA. IPA. Yeah, I, I was about to say. I was like, Aaron, I was like, I, this is the the clearest, nicest looking. Stout. I was about to say it, this right here says double ha- or hazy double IPA. I know, I know. I know. You know what? It just it leaked out of my mouth. It's funny because that's actually the only style of beer that we've really had from modern times as of late. Yeah, we haven't had any of their light ones or real their like IPAs or stuff, stuff like no, that. Yeah. nothing. So. That's probably just a Freudian slip of just what I've had. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is this is but, one of those. This beer is one of those beers that like you can't judge the beer by its smells, because if you smell it, it smells like it's gym sock. Yeah, like there's not like a very fruity or nothing. Yeah, like it's, no. it's like if you ever had like a just a traditional IPA smell, that's kind of what it relates yeah. to. Like there's not a lot of like we have so many. Uh, specialty IPAs, hazy IPAs that have so much fruit or heavy hop flavor smell like coming off the nose like this one just like not a lot going on just yeah. kind of smells like normal just IPA until you dive into it and then what and then what and then what, what happens you get a flavor that explodes in your mouth alright that's interesting yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean when I taste it right away I get like a nice balanced approach I think from this beer it's gonna come at you kind of like nice and smooth but then like the hop i'm getting a little bit of like hop characteristics as a bitterness like that kind of lingers on the tongue it's going to be on the sides of your tongue just kind of as you finish drinking it kind of just stays there and it's a not too bitter to like turn a lot of people off because it is a 55 ibu so it's kind of going to be in that mid-range not too bitter not too sweet it's kind of just like a right in the middle balanced approach and i enjoy it i think it's not as hazy as I was expecting. It's still a little like transparent, a little golden, but overall at 8%, don't really taste the 8% there. I would guess more around a six, but overall great beer. Uh, once again, we got it at Speedy Mart. Hopefully if you guys in your areas, I know a lot of people that listen are from like the Vegas, California, Arizona area. So hopefully you're able to try it. We'd love to hear what you think, especially at this is a very popular beer. It's been checked in a lot, so love yeah. to hear people's thoughts on it. Check it out. Let us know. Um, this is my bone to pick with your quarterback. I'm glad that he's doing it, but it's kind of I, I, like I watched it and I was yeah. like, I, I feel like I'm seeing something else. Um, Big Ben started his own beer podcast with one of his homies. Yes, and throwback Steelers quarterback. He retired yeah. not too long ago, and uh, Dustin sends us in the group chat. Look at what this guy stole from us. And I was laughing because I watched it. And it's kind of like how we started. Just yeah. like we were it's, chilling. It's, it's like funny drinking. because like it, he's a big name doing it. Yeah. And like us, we're just like us. Just homies. yeah, Just, just homies. Like, hey, and he's a big name doing it. And like I'm just super funny because like listening to him talk, I was like, man, that's how I sounded like. Yeah. Oh, man. No. Oh, wow. So I can't wait to see how that series progressed. Yeah. But I, I do got to say that. Like I said, it did feel kind of similar. Yeah, and it's it's cool because it kind of yeah. validates you, right? Yeah. It shows yeah. that we're doing something that's interesting. It's cool. It's a good thing. I'm not saying yeah. that that's a bad thing. Yeah. And like my body language might be showing it's a bad thing. No, it's actually a good thing. <laughs> no, yeah, because like, it gets it gets the spotlight more on craft beer, and that's yeah. what this whole thing is about. We yeah. believe with 
brews with the homies here, we believe there's a beer for everybody. Yeah, like in growing the scene yeah. and having community events and sharing beers yeah. with people. We do so many shares and always try to support and help everyone out that's doing yeah. their events. So, so seeing him do that just, you know, kind of validates more of the beer community, validates what we do up here yeah. and actually makes me want to push harder, you know, because yeah. like there's... We should do that. Yeah, and we are doing it. We're living it. And it's yeah. exciting to say that. But I do have a question for the both of you guys. Yes. We just got back from Big Beer Sunday this past weekend. Correct. My main man over here, Heron Brews, is a.k.a. the bread man, bread Jesus, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the bread maker, the bread man. You made us a phenomenal bread. I want you to brag about yourself and that bread for yeah. a little bit. So tell us. Why you picked the bread that you did, because you didn't do sourdough this time. You switched yes. it up, which was nice. But tell us why you chose that bread, why you thought it would pair good with beer, and then I'll talk about how people reacted. I'll all let right. you have the floor. So, all great bread starts with a sourdough starter. Oh, right? okay. You, know, you, just, you just have this little starter. Throwing knowledge out there, I like it. Yeah. The, the way you make a starter is you throw equal parts in grams of water and flour and after about a couple weeks maybe three weeks bubbles start forming and then you have a little yeast colony there so that starter that i started about two and a half three years ago or so used that and i've been growing it outside you know when i when i harbor it when i just want it to hang out for a while i'm not baking i throw it in the fridge but now I took it out a couple days before I knew I was gonna bake, started feeding it, started blooming up, looking beautiful, and I chose uh, focaccia bread to Ooh. make because focaccia. because a sourdough bowl, you know, a traditional sourdough bread takes a lot of labor. You have to fold it plenty of times. You have to wait for it to rise a little bit in the banneton. <laughs> And then you've got to bake it for about 40 minutes. The baking part's not that tough because focaccia actually takes around an hour or so to bake, depending what? on... What? Really? Yeah. I mean, you bake it at really low temperature, 350 degrees. Uh-huh. And then you just kind of leave it there for it to rise and get golden on top and whatnot. But so I chose say- that bread because it's easier to make and it, you, you throw a lot of flavor into there. So the olive oil brings a ton of flavor. And then I, I like to throw rosemary into the olive oil kind of have it infused like for i don't know an hour or so and then just throw it on the bread that's the olive oil that i use to i guess throw flavor on it and everything yeah. and then you have a quite a bit of salt in there there's a ton of salt oh. that goes into the olive oil look there. let me tell you there was, there was flavor one, there was one piece i got and oh man i got all the flavor <laughs> i got all that flavor but i do have a question for you when you say rise, are you talking about like it going from like an inch to like three inches? Like how many, like when you say rise, like how yeah. far are you looking almost? So it's funny. So when you're feeding your starter, like it, it can be this much starter and you mm-hmm. feed it a little bit and then it rises about two to three times, maybe even four times, whatever. But when you bake it, like it, it's already kind of risen. It's already kind of yeah. gone through a dramatic mm-hmm. phase of eating all of the nutrients that are in the flour. Mm-hmm. And then you go ahead and just have this dough, you spread it out and then poke holes into it, throw olive on it, or olive oil. 
and then you throw it into the oven, and then from there, the oven, the heat from the oven just excites these yeah. little, uh, what are they called, the, the yeast, yeah. to the point where they're like, oh no, I'm gonna die or something, and they just start eating like rapidly, and, and like, like kind of like yeah kind of like fermenting rapidly mm -hmm. in a way in the oven i don't know I'm, i don't know the science behind it but it's just like they rapidly do that and that's why your bread rises so much in the oven and yeah that's it doesn't rise too much i mean maybe it rises uh two times so okay. if it's like this big it might okay. be able to turn out this so like okay. two and a half inches yeah, okay yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty yeah. cool yeah yeah so heron does all this brings in while we're doing big beer sunday and people absolutely basically go nuts matt's just loving it he wants to keep the whole thing for himself andrew's like hell yeah so they start taking pieces and the whole bar is like so for us we could have this and we're like hell yeah he's like help yourself so everyone starts grabbing pieces and at that point you know it's just such a vibe we're in there hanging out shooting the shit with Chewing. everyone you got bread in the mouth yep. two beers in the hand or in heron's case you got three because he likes to babysit his beers. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. was having a good time. You know, you could enjoy Thank you for the bread. Thank you. That, yeah. that shit was phenomenal. Okay. I, that your bread always like blows my mind. Like I'm like, oh, Heron can't top this one, and then you just top it again. Yeah, again. it was great to and have again. something a little bit different this time and switch it up, and people really enjoyed it. And like people were surprised, like, oh shit, you made this? Oh, you brought this? And so it's a cool conversation starter. Like we do that with beer. Like it's a way for us to connect with people and have fun and. Heron uses bread as another outlet for that, and that's really awesome to be able to merge those two worlds did and I, share it with everyone. Did, did I hear Heron's going to do a, a bread blog on Booze <laughs> with the Homies? Oh, man. Oh. You know what? That sounds cute. I might I know. Like, <laughs> He's going to... He, I can see it right now. Do some You're gonna, beer and bread no, 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 no. I got you. Listen. <laughs> this is how he's going to do it. All right. He's going to get his whole process done, like he was explaining earlier, right? He's going to sit there. He's going to make this bread. And you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna go to his room, dim the lights, he's gonna light a candle, he's gonna pull out a very expensive bottle of beer, he's gonna get a nice fancy glass, he's gonna sit there and pour it, and then he's gonna have this guitar next to him. Oh, he's gonna play man. little guitar tunes, and then he's gonna feel inspired, and then he's gonna write this blog with nothing but love and care from his heart. Just pretend it's hot right it. there and you'll be set. Yes. And, then, and you guys are going to benefit from it because you're going to read it. And you can imagine this. You can imagine this lovely face here typing on the computer, strumming the guitar, drinking a nice beer, eating some bread. You can see it. Watch. When you read it, you're, somebody's going to comment and be like, what Dustin said is spot exactly yeah, they're spot gonna be like. That is a mental picture, and that yeah. was you actually, painted it very well. I like that it. That was like, really cool. That was very kind of poetic and like <laughs> yeah. Uh, that uh, hopefully that inspires you to do a bread blog because I'm I would read it. I would read it in the bathtub. It's funny because <laughs> I recently bought a book from some lady that is here locally in Las Vegas, Nevada, that uh, got huge on sourdough and started her own bread blog and oh, stuff. Oh, wow. And she's, she's big, so maybe I might reach out to her. And, yeah. Oh, possible collab. Possible collab. Bread makers uniting. Bread, you know, hey, yeah. hey, let them unite. We need more bread in our lives. Bread is beautiful. And yeah. you don't get a whole lot of like kind of that nice homemade bread. Yeah, no. it's just, it's such a different taste. Like to paint the picture like Dustin did, like, it's so refreshing. It's like taking that step out to like the beach when you're like hot and you want to get in the water and just relax. Like just the flavors like from something that's so ordinary that you kind of almost get used to when you go to a sandwich shop or these places or like the store and you just get generic bread. 
and you're like, oh, that's pretty good, but you kind of just like don't appreciate it when you have that style and homemade I mean, from you. When you bring it fresh, people are like, oh my god, like it just it blows your mind. It's like having a very like crafted, beautiful work of art from beer. Having yeah. one that's your favorite, exactly. you know and then I mean? it just goes from basic to super complex and delicious, and you're like. Wow, this opened up my whole world of the yeah. understanding of how something could be great. He's talking about your love for bread. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. he's like you could taste it. You could yeah. imagine it. You could you like can taste your love. That's what he's trying to tell you. That, that's what all of food really is, and that's yeah. and and even beer. Like we've talked about it. You know, someone's yeah. vision. Yeah, that is their baby. Craft. It's just yeah. like when Jesse brought us his uh, meal yes, last week. Yeah, on the last, yeah. last episode. We you yeah. can tell the difference from. Jesse's mead versus something that somebody is mass produced. Like, yeah, it, it's almost the same thing, but you can tell that Jesse was very delicate of what he did. And he knew exactly the vision he wanted yeah. to create it with it. And you can almost, with the label, the the mead itself, you could be like, wow, I could pick out these flavors that he intended. And it's just amazing to like put it all together. The yeah. story, yeah, the person, yeah. the whole experience allows it to be something great. So that's kind of a weaker comparison because almost all mead is very crafted. Yeah. yeah. You know, or not all beer is crafted. Yeah. You know, you have the main big beer companies, uh-huh. even though they've acquired some of the craft, and yeah. it's still craft, you know? It's still good. It's just you can tell the difference. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you can tell the difference between, especially a non craft modelo, between some of the beer we have in front of us today. Yeah. The same thing is with bread. Yeah. You can taste a commercial bread where they have yeah. these additives to make it last longer, longer fresher, yeah. you know, spongier, whatever. Versus something that is going to go stale in one to two days. You know, I mean, that's the trade-off you have. You have yeah. intense flavor, but you can't keep it very long. It's one of those things. It's kind of like a flower. If you pick it, you're not. it's not going to last very long. It's something that's very beautiful. you got to admire it. And, and you enjoy know, when you it while it, it lasts. You, right? better, yeah. you better enjoy the hell out of it while it's there. So that's kind of like what sourdough bread is. You yeah. just got to... It's flour, water, uh, the starter, so I guess yeast now, yeah. and, and some salt because salt adds a little bit of flavor. It plays with all of them. And yeah. So all this uh, all this bread talk made me thirsty because yeah. I could just right, I right, could right. just feel the bread in my mouth right yeah, now. And I'm like, man, I need to. So we're segueing perfectly into the Solaris beer. It's gonna be that golden sour, tart cherry and vanilla, and it's called Overgrown Red Flowers at 9.5 percent ABV. You might not have the answer for this. This might be your homework. Why do they call it a golden, and but it's not golden, it's red. Golden sour. So, Heron, like when we do. This might be a team question here because I know we've kind of gone over this, but I don't know the exact answer. So we've seen golden stouts not be golden, like they're super dark, or we've seen like this golden ales that are like not exactly golden. And then now we're seeing a golden sour. So is, from what we've known of like golden styles, is it because of the body's light, it's clear, it has like that see-through characteristic, but since it's a sour, that tart cherry stained it. Like, that's where that red's coming from. Like, because we were saying before we even got on here, it has hibiscus. That's the flower series on this can. Yet it has no hibiscus in it. It's yeah. just the tart cherry and vanilla. Yeah. But it kind of gives that flavor yeah. of the hibiscus. It's kind of trippy, huh? So yeah. is that kind of like, I think that's where I'm kind of piecing the puzzle together without the knowledge. I don't know. Like. So these guys are super cool. We might have to reach out and ask why that is and yeah. like kind of learn think, that and I report think, back. I think that's your homework. 
Yeah. I think you I'm found your home. So, Golden, based on my intuition here, now, today, at this very moment, <laughs> Golden would uh, appeal to the, the malt bill. Okay. So, you know, you don't have very many dark malts, if any at all. You just have very light malts. You know, you just see these guys and they're just all light malts, kind of like a very light malted ale. And of course, you're gonna get a little bit of color in there because cherries are, are they stain your clothes cherries. almost. You know, yeah. like they, you got that color in there, and it's got a little bit of vanilla. And the way the cherry plays with the the base sour that they have going on here, it, it makes it kind of taste like hibiscus. And I love yeah. how they kind of put this idea in your head, and it kind of plays off of the cherry, and you're just like, wait a minute. This is insane. Why does it taste like hibiscus now so, that you brought it up? And it's funny that you that you say that because last week when we were talking with Jesse, we criticized uh, a mead because it was missing something because it said it on the description, but we wasn't there. Now with something that's like this that says, "Hey, this is a hibiscus flower, but it doesn't taste like it, and there's no hibiscus." Like, does that? St- spade you away or is this just so unique and different that like oh, okay i'm not judging it because it doesn't have hibiscus in it i think it's kind of the play like Karen was talking about i think they did this on purpose so it's kind of like they did it on purpose and executed it very well right they yeah. kind of use this flower series the hibiscus as the inspiration and then they took these two flavors of how can we playfully do this to where we don't put hibiscus, but take two flavors that almost taste like it, and like it's super clear, super like sour base to where it has like no heavily fruited. It's not thick. It's just clear sour. Has all the nice refreshing flavors, and it's nine point five percent. Yeah, I think it's amazingly done. It's probably top five beers I've had in the last month because of the fact that I love the play on the words, I love the play of the artwork, I love the whole picture and story behind this and how they executed it very well. So it's almost like, from what you were saying, they get extra points for being creative and creating a story and then challenging you to kind of figure out what they were trying to do. If there's hibiscus or there's not. And like to figure out what they were trying to envision and capture in this beer. And so now, since you kind of went on that, yeah. my question is to the both of you: Does that affect your rating in a positive way or in a negative way? I mean, you already yeah. just said it affects you in a positive. positive. So, what about so, you? Aaron? In order for me to deliver an answer to this question, I'm going to kind of go down a road of what I think the each piece of this beer puzzle. Yeah. kind of really forms in order to make this beer as a unit to be a hibiscus, I guess, inspired beer and to just be a part of this series that Solaris is doing is where the floralness would kind of come from the yeast and the yeah. vanilla. Yeah. Because okay. hibiscus is a flower. And then the tartness that hibiscus brings would, of course, come from the sour. So, like, the cultures yeah. that are in a sour plus the cherries. Cherries. And then the sweetness that the hibiscus brings would solely just be from the cherries. So, yeah. like, all those pieces together would make this beer the unit that it is. And just, it's it's beautiful. It's cool. I love Solaris. I'm a huge fan. Yes, we, and, we definitely are. You know? Yeah. Solaris is really good. I, I don't think 
I've had a bad beer from them. No, no, never. Like, ever since ever. we've been introduced to them at the 420 Fest, yeah, so like, I, I haven't had a bad beer from them. God, like we need to get more of their stuff more often. I yeah, I appreciate what they do. We love it. And um, for James's bachelor party, when we're down there, we're gonna golf. We're gonna hang out, but we we will stop in there and have oh, yeah. some beers. Like it's on our schedule. It's gonna be something that we all look forward to and we're super excited for that so that will be a party because we've been dying to go down there and to do it all together it'll be such a fun experience and to hang out with those guys they were so much fun at the 420 fest and loved it speaking about 420 fest and speaking about beers and we mentioned meads and jesse and everything jb you and I, this weekend, decided to go to the new meadery that opened up here in town. Yeah, so we went to Deadwood Meadery. Oh, um, man. Dustin was there hanging out, and I was able to join him. Great experience. We got to talk with the owner and kind of see what they're all about. They had a cheese pairing that was absolutely incredible. Cheese and chocolate pairing. Yep, and then they had some nuts on there, too. So Some almonds. Yep. Let me tell you, they have right now on tap, they have nine different meads. And I was trying to tell Joseph this, but this Saturday they're releasing a Hawaiian-style mead. And uh, Gabby and I said we're going down there to go pick it up. So. Nice. And we do have three meads that we're going to have on this podcast from Deadwood Meadery. Yep. So, we got a mead coming up. Yep. And when we get meads coming up, does that mean Mr. Heron's going to break us some bread? Bake us some bread? <laughs> break us some bread? Maybe. Bread Jesus yeah. over here, you know? <laughs> but Jesus? Yeah, that, that place, super cool spot. If you are in Vegas, definitely check it out. I fully recommend it. Um, their bottles to go, great selection. They have the three, uh, the top ones, the actual meads instead of the session meads. But you can get the session meads to go in cans. Um, so yeah, we're excited to have the three bottled meads on yes. one of these episodes here soon. So check it out. Yeah. yeah. Got to check it out. When we do that, we'll post up and let you guys know, but kind of to wrap everything up guys, I wanted to just ask favorite beer or two from the last month Shit. to end it out. If you can remember, uh, mine, I'll start off. Um, chance came down to Vegas to visit. He shared double locks with me. So Heron and I had this at the Pier 6th anniversary event, and it was delicious. It's a 20 percenter from Pier and Horace. Absolutely incredible, it was great. I have it right behind me right here, this yellow one right here. Delicious, still holds up. One of my favorites, Triple Lux, I think was just a tiny bit better. I like the two a lot, hard to complain, but my other one is gonna be from North Park and Green Cheek. It was a collab called The Best Jokes. It was a triple IPA, at 10% featuring citra hops. Absolutely incredible. I shared it with my boss, Mark. Let me tell you, anytime you could get like Green Cheek, North Park collab, like come on, like you know it's gonna be good. It was banger, super delicious, and you know I love triple. So those were my two standout beers from last month I wanted to talk about. The runner up was Forever Darkness with Side Project and Anchorage Brewing. Absolutely incredible, loved it. Shared it with my boss also. But it was just a tad bit behind some of the other ones I had. So, honorable mention. To you, Heron? Yes. So, Feminist. We did a bite episode on it. Incredible. Monkish, bruises sing quite regularly. 
and it's just a beautiful it's got that belgian characteristic to it it's got actual hibiscus in there nothing to take away from solaris but i mean actual hibiscus that's like some of the cutest thing ever they throw some flowers into some beer like are you kidding me Ooh, so, so you've just got to, everybody's got to taste that one. I mean, if you've ever seen a hibiscus flower or if you've ever had Jamaica, which is a hibiscus tea, essentially. Yeah. I mean, tea, because it's yeah. not actually from a tea plant, but it's like yeah, herbal tea-ish thing. I don't know. Go down that whole rabbit hole. But yeah, I mean, it, incredible beer. Everyone should at least have it once before they die. And uh, yeah. All right. I like it. All right. I finally found what I've been looking okay, for. Yeah. So okay, you two? Yeah. Oh, that was that was good. Yeah, Aaron so, on his game today. I like I, it. I got a I got a uh, I got a homer take. So uh, shout out to Outer Range in Frisco, Cal- or Colorado. Woo, cool. yeah. damn! Uh, I had a West Coast style IPA. It's called Dropping. Okay. And we had you actually had a taste of it, JD. Yes, uh-huh. At the, uh huh. Big beer Sunday. Yes, I absolutely loved that beer. It was a perfect West Coast beer. It was perfect for out here in the fucking heat. And it was perfect for all the body heat that we had in uh, Big Beer Sunday. And I also got a chance to try Hannah's, and Hannah had the freestanding from Outer Range. Okay, and that was delicious as well. So Outer Range has some pretty good beer from what I can yeah. justify I, we've so had far. I've had in the past. I've so, liked a lot of their stuff. So, so that those were my two favorites. And if Outer Range, if you're hearing this, uh, if you want to send us empty collectibles, uh, just DM us and uh, I'll send you the address where you can send them. Yeah, we would love to feature. Hey, if anyone wants to, any brewery, any would brewery. love to yes. feature stuff. Talk about it. We're if honest. you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at. Brews WTH at gmail. What's the dot com? Dot com. And then, or you could reach out to any of our handles. So let's say, for example, Heron Brews at Brews WTH dot com. So yep. we have it all set up. Or you could go to Brews WTH dot com. You can leave us a voicemail or you can leave us a review or a little comment on there. Yeah. That's the pretty cool thing about this website. You guys should go check it out and leave us some feedback so we know what to add on there. And Yes, I will be pushing Heron to get the bread block going. Yeah, so we appreciate you guys. Um, hey, we got some exciting stuff for you guys coming up, and we can't wait to announce that stuff. But till next time, we appreciate you. Thank you, and check out the website. Later. Cheers. The website is brewswth.com. Wait, I'll what is it? Hold later. on. What the hell is it? Because this is the first website we've ever come up with. All right, we'll do it one more time. For the gram. For the gram. For TikTok. We're zooming for in. For everything. Look in my eyes. Okay, it's okay. I, 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 I do the first part. Ready? B-R-E-W-S. Oh, man. He put me W-T-H dot com. Oh, man. I, mean, I, I was going to leave you something for you, but he said dot com. <laughs> he he you said know, he got stuck. Right. I'm going to just... Hey, I, I got stuck. I, I got him. So, I, cheers, guys. There's a lot of thinking. My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys. Cheers. Later.